Hey, it's Pastor Mike. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to encourage you to check out our other Time of Grace podcasts, like this one, The Non-Microwave Truth by C.L. Whiteside. C.L. just has an amazing way to bring fresh perspective to some of my favorite passages from the Bible. You can search for The Non-Microwave Truth wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And now on to today's episode. Could your life use more meaning and purpose? I was talking with a friend recently who was considering a major career change. I've actually had several friends along the way who've considered this. And not just doing the same thing in a different place, but doing something totally different. Something that they've never done before. One friend recently said, I don't know if I should start a farm, drive a truck, or try to become a lawyer. Those are not all the same thing, which tells you where he was in life. But he explained the reasoning behind it when I asked him why. Why are you considering this? He said, I just feel like there's something missing that I need to pursue more. It's not like I've climbed the top of the ladder, so to speak, where I'm at, but I just feel like I need something that, that gives me more drive, some, more meaning, more purpose in my life. And maybe you've been there. Maybe you are there. Whether you picture a ladder or climbing a mountain or a hill, there's something that you would like to chase that gives your life meaning. And that doesn't just have to be relegated to a job. It can exist at home, in your marriage, as you parent children, in your friendships, maybe something that you're battling inwardly. In so many ways, we would answer that question. I would think, could we use more meaning and purpose? I don't think we would ever say, no, I'm, I'm done, I'm good. Meaning and purpose are, are blessings from God, things that give us drive and zeal, benefit and happiness. Unless, of course, we're going after that in the wrong way. I think that's what my friend was struggling with. In fact, he admitted it later on. And he's not the only one to struggle with that too. There's this common worldview that as long as you are climbing some type of corporate ladder or reaching new levels of success, hitting certain mile markers, reaching certain levels with relationships, then that is the litmus test or the criteria by which you can say, that your life has meaning and purpose. That is your identity. Although that's very common in our day, it's not always entirely helpful, as was the case for a man by the name of Saul. You see, Saul was at the top of his game. He was respected by all of his peers. He was very well educated. When he opened up his mouth to speak, to give an idea, people listened. They stopped what they were doing. And he had zeal and drive too. He was pursuing new regions. As, and he even thought that he was serving God as he was zealously carrying out his plan. It just so happened that he wasn't. And he was going about everything the wrong way and even fitting the paradigm of the world, which looks for success and the heights of pride. And those things are identifiers of a, of a positive identity, a purpose and a meaning. And he thought he was after and even getting those things. Until, of course, the resurrected Jesus changed all of that. Jesus appeared to Saul while he was on the road to meet new heights in success, to find new purpose and meaning. And he made Saul, which means great, to become Paul, which means small. And although Paul became small, maybe not just in name, but also in the eyes of the world, he would actually find true greatness that's not found 
in that drive to find success and new levels of identity in this life. Jesus said, I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. And Paul would even later admit in this very popular chapter, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, he would say, if all we have to hope for is this life, we are to be pitied more than all people. Christ has indeed been raised. So even though Paul was taken away from those heights of success, respect and prestige, prominence among even his peers, God gave him an identity that is far greater and it is not tied to the circumstances of this life and the platitudes of success, which are always a false summit. No, instead, it is tied to the fact that Jesus died and rose and he gives us blessings for eternity and even here and now. So where did Paul find his identity, his purpose, his meaning? Not in a job change, not in success, not in that drive, not in anything in this world which can make us feel like things are going well, but, but will never be enough. And not to mention, can all be taken away from us in a heartbeat. Instead, he found true purpose, true meaning in serving the Lord Jesus. In sharing with people that God has given us forgiveness, a peace that knows no end, and a life that has no bounds. And that's not just something to be realized in the future, that it gives us purpose and meaning right here and now. Imagine, dear parents out there, if you recognize that your parenting and the success of your parenting doesn't rest on how well you do it every single day, what a burden that is, but rather that God has freed you from all your guilt and he loves you and has given you the status of his own dear child. It frees you from guilt and it actually gives you less resentment and more joy as you deal with your children. Imagine, dear employer or employee, as you tackle that job, dealing with those people around you, if you viewed life entirely differently, instead of trying to chase that endless rabbit, that false summit that you will never reach, instead of viewing life as though success is only found there when you reach that, but rather that God has already given you everything, even in eternity right here and now. It frees you from the rat race. And of all the callings that you have in life, of all the hats that you wear, God gives you incredible meaning in this reality. Easter still has an effect today and tomorrow. That the Lord Jesus comes to you. He tells you that your eternity is already secured, that there's nothing you could do to make him love you more. And that frees you to love and to serve, yes, with zeal, not because you have to accomplish it all to prove that you are successful, but because his success is already yours.